our places, our people. These are our stories. Well, welcome to our podcast series where we take a look at the story behind the names, those iconic businesses that you know and you love and you've shopped at for a couple of generations, but you may not know how they ended up here in the Garden City. And there's always quite a unique story to be told. Uh, And one of those iconic businesses is Hannah's, our magnificent retailer in uh, Toowoomba. And one of the Hannah's, Paul Hannah, joins me on the podcast today. G'day, mate. I'm well. Uh, What a wonderful uh, journey this is. I mean, a a journey that I believe started 1956. Is that right? That's right. Yeah. So 1956 is when uh, the store that we're currently in, uh, we uh, first went in there. Uh, But the story starts a little bit earlier than that with uh, my grandfather. So I'm third generation. Okay. And um, yeah, my grandfather um, uh, started when really came over in 1939 and came to Australia from uh, Lebanon. Okay. And, and you know, we have such a, a magnificent, uh, you know, Lebanese community here. We, we've already done a, a version of this podcast with uh, Bevan Beatros, uh, mm. another uh, very iconic Lebanese family that settled here into them. Was there any reason that the, the Lebanese people seemed to really be attracted to Toowoomba? Oh, well, it was, wasn't only Toowoomba. So all throughout New South Wales and country Queensland. Okay. <clears throat> yeah, there was um, a lot of Lebanese families settling. Um, they simply, they came out because the life was a lot better out here than course, what they were yes. experiencing in Lebanon. Yes. And, um, so yeah, so a lot of the Lebanese families came out, but they settled through a lot of, a lot of country areas. Um, and they tended to, um, gravitate towards, uh, fruit, vegetables, clothing, yes. uh, those sort of businesses. And was that something that had been, <coughs> you know, traditional for them? They, that was something that they, they knew that they could, uh, they could get their head around? Yeah. Well, from where my grandparents came from in Northern Lebanon, yep. uh, it was a lot of farming, okay. uh, agriculture. So. So, yeah, they, I, I guess there could have been that link where, yeah. Um, yeah, they tended to come out to areas that, that were those country areas in Australia, uh, seemed a little familiar to them. Um, they're used to that lifestyle a little. So, um, yeah, that's, okay. uh, that could be what So he arrives with, uh, with your grandma and, uh, and little Joe uh, is, uh, is already on the scene. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. How many, how many kids would they eventually have? Yeah. So, um, my grandparents had 10 children. Yep. Wow. So the six boys and the four girls. And um, yeah, you're right. When they came out in 1939, uh, they had Joe, the oldest one, and they brought him out. He was born in Lebanon. And then all the other nine kids were born here in Australia. Another incredible uh, Lebanese family, of course, uh, known uh, for the spotted cow and, uh, and other things, the Kouris. Oh. Uh, and this is a name too that's synonymous with the Hannah story, isn't it? Yeah, because he, did yeah. he go to Gundawindi originally and work at a Koori's uh, clothing store. Yes, that's right. Yep. So, so where's um, all, the Koori link there? Yeah. So the Koori name is, is obviously another Lebanese yeah. name, and yeah, and they were they were relations. So when my grandfather came out and um, he came to Australia, went to Gundawindi, yep. his brother was there. So his brother was running the Koori okay. store. Okay. So he'd yeah. already emigrated to Australia prior. Ex- exactly. Yeah. Okay. Yep. So that's right. Yeah. So and, and so, so he gets they, to learn the 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 basics of running a shop. Yeah, and that's why we we have such admiration for my grandfather because. Uh, 
and my grandmother because when they came out, um, they didn't know the language. They didn't know the monetary system. They, they didn't know how the business worked or anything. And they had to start everything from scratch. They had to learn everything. And so um, it was, it was um, you know, just an amazing effort to, to come out here and pick everything up so quickly and then, um, you know, take, take it on and, and go from there. But I guess, you know, he had a, he had a small family um, yep. and he had to, you know, the pressure was on. He had to learn everything and, um, yeah, had to succeed and, and work hard. We mentioned Beatross Brothers, of course, synonymous with the, the fruit and veg. But that also was where it started, wasn't it? Because uh, when Norman moved from Gundawindi to Woomera, it was actually some fruit and veg that he started exactly uh, right. selling yeah. uh, before incorporating the clothing. So the, the, the roots of Hannah's uh, has that wonderful, uh, you know, the, the, the fruit and veg story as well. Oh, very much so, yeah. So wow. when he moved from Gundawindi to Toowoomba, that's what he sold, yeah. And he went door to door with fruit and vegetables with a horse and cart. Yes. Um, you know, all the roads went to it. And, uh, you know, you think mate. about those times, it was so long ago. But, um, yeah, he, he well, then people, started there was some of our truckers would say they're not much better now. But, uh, <laughs> 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 yeah, but uh, no, no, it's, uh, it's an amazing story because, Gee, yeah, he just, he just started branching out into clothing uh, with the fruit and vegetables. And then yes. um, in doing the clothing only, um, door to door. Yeah. So, um, from there after a few years, um, and, and being here and setting up, uh, after a few years, um, he purchased a truck from another Lebanese family, the Stevens family at Dalby. Okay. Yeah. This is the famous red truck. The famous red the, truck. The people, old, yeah, yeah the, many, the, many people remember. Yep, the old Bedford truck, yeah. Wow. So, um, yeah, it's a bit of an iconic um, uh, vehicle across the Downs. Yes. Um, and uh, we get people in the shop now, like weekly, will talk to us about, oh, you know, as kids, we remember the red truck arriving and it was such a big event. And yeah, it's, uh, it's great to hear. But um, And yeah, what but, a different scenario that was. I mean, I... I believe that, you know, because he was travelling so far and wide, he would quite often just doss it at people's customers' houses, at, oh, at, at well, people's plays on people's properties. Yeah, well, that's exactly right. That's that's how it was done. So all those travelling drapers, uh, that, that's what they did. They camped on the properties. It was a, it was a, yeah, a great lifestyle. I mean, he remembers fondly. I remember him talking fondly about those days because yes. you really connected with the people. So you would often... You know, arrive at the property and do the business, you know, of selling and buying and selling and everything. And then um, you would um, have dinner with the family and you, you would stay, you'd play cards and, and talk and everything after dinner. And yeah, uh, then um, sleep, go back to the truck and sleep in the truck and next day move on to the next property. It's, it's yeah. sort of a common thing these days uh, with a lot of people, uh, the, the FIFOs and things where they, where they go and they're gone for a week and they come over. You know, your granddad was one of the originals of those because <laughs> that's what he was doing. He'd, he'd travel out and then and he'd stay, go Monday and he wouldn't come back till the weekend. Yeah, well, that's a great way of looking at it. Yeah. yeah. They, they were pine. Is. Absolutely. Exactly right. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and it's amazing. Um, I mean, we we just shake our heads now to think about it, but to go, you know, down to Allera, um, you know, oh. down past Cambodia, they, they were considered overnight trips. That was too yeah. far to come back to Toowoomba. So they would stay there. Um, you know, to go to Dalby, it was all dirt road. And so to go to Dalby just took hours and hours. It was a half a day trip to get out there. And Good you, know, grief. you think about it now, it's a, you know, it's a 50 minute trip, but yeah, um, yeah but if it rained and the trucks uh, oh. Got stuck there. You were there for days. There was nothing you could. He do just until... have to wait until the, it, it cleared enough exactly, to get back yeah. again. Yep, that's right. Yeah, so that it was incredible. amazing to think about it. Um, and you know the, yeah, just the perseverance, the the effort. Um, yeah, you just have to keep going and. Yeah, so uh, this yeah. sort of evolves over a decade that he does this. I mean that that is a long time. Nineteen forty six, nineteen fifty six, 
And that's where we see the opening of the iconic Hannah's blue and white storefront. Yeah, the Ruthven Street store. That's right. Yeah. So it was only um, a lot. Well, it was a lot smaller than what it is now. Um, it was where our genery is um, yes. in the store there. A lot of people know that area of the store. That was the entire store. So we had upstairs and downstairs and downstairs was the sales area and upstairs was uh, the storeroom. Okay. And, um, and, and that was it. And it's amazing to think how much product, um, you know, just with everyone there, how they fitted it all in. Um, but it was, yeah, it was an amazing lifestyle. I mean, they, they worked hard and they had to, um, you know, they worked all day in the store. They'd go home and have dinner. They'd come back. They'd, they'd pack the shelves and sweep and clean everything up um, at night after dinner, head home, and then, yeah, they're ready to go the next day. And all and 10 kids involved? All 10 kids worked in the store, Yep. And um, yeah, the uh, you know it was it was just the it was just what they did. It was the yeah. way you, you had to work hard, and um, yeah, you had to. They were starting from scratch, and um, that's as simple as it was. And you know, the, the, they laid the foundations then of of what we hope to achieve today. You know, that personal service and and product at a good price, a really yes. good product range. You know, but but. Um, really it's the service, and then that was something my grandfather. He was a smart man, and he realised that people wanted service and yeah that's uh, that's what our whole store has been built on absolutely is there still is there a part of the store that that uh, reflects that original story is there something that's uh, referred to as the country run is that is that there, i've there seen is. that somewhere yeah. and that that's the what they called that's that, that those trips so yeah, exactly. yeah? So okay the family used to call so when my grandfather would be away for the week yeah. um, essentially that was the country run exactly and that was the country run so we go for the week and the family referred to it as the country run because he would be traveling out to the country all through the wow. southern downs and yep. into the Lockyer valley and um, on the weekend they they just sort of get the truck ready to go out the next week again, um, but yeah, we we named that area um, in the Janery area yes. uh, that people would probably know it as. Uh, that That's area it. is the country. The country run. run. And we have um, uh, part of the old truck uh, in the front window there as well, so okay. we use that as a bit of a feature in the front window to um, you know just have that connection to the history, uh, the history of the store. Well, that might do us for this episode of the stories behind the name. Those iconic businesses and the story of how they got to where they are. We're going to continue with part two of the Hannah's story as we uh, take you into the 1960s and then into the store that you know now in Ruthven Street uh, with uh, still more great stories to be told with Paul Hannah from Hannah's. Look out for it here on the Listener app. Bye for now.